0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You just found the most downloaded fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Mind Pump. Right in today's episode, we answered live callers' questions. But this was after an intro portion, which lasted 54 minutes. In the intro, we talk about current events and family life and studies and a lot more other things. So, enjoy it. Also, if you want to skip around to your favorite parts, check the show notes. You can click on the timestamps. One more thing if you want to be on an episode like this one, email us your question at live at mindpumpmedia.com. Uh, also, we are doing a free trainer training. In other words, if you're a personal trainer or you work in the fitness or health industry, we are going to do three days of free instruction. I'm going to be conducting it myself starting January 15th, and you can sign up for free right now, it costs nothing. It's at mindpumptrainer.com. Now, this episode is brought to you by some sponsors. The first one is LMNT. They make electrolyte powder with no sugar, no artificial sweeteners, tastes good, and it's got the right amount of sodium to power you through your workouts. Check them out. Go to drinklmnt.com forward slash mindpump, and you'll get a free sample pack with any order. Another sponsor that brings you this episode is Legion. They make supplements for high-performance athletes, muscle building, fat loss, to support recovery. Go check them out and get a discount. Go to buylegion.com forward slash mind pump. Use the code mind pump and get 20% off your first order. And if you're a returning customer, you'll get double rewards points. We're also running a sale this month. MAPS Old Time Strength is half off. And then MAPS Obstacle Course Racing, OCR, is also 50% off. If you're interested in either one, go to mapsfitnessproducts.com and then use the code December50 for that discount. All right, here comes the show. Here's some old wisdom. When in doubt, pull out. Hold on, everybody. Relax. Whoa. It's not what you think. This is a fitness tip? I'm talking about exercise here. Look, there's training to technical failure, and then there's training to absolute failure. We do not advocate for training to absolute failure. What is that? That's when you lift the weight to the point where you can't even move it anymore. Here's what happens with that. Your form will break down, and what you train is what you strengthen. So you want bad recruitment patterns? You want higher chance of injury? then train to absolute failure. Otherwise, train to technical failure. What does that mean? The last rep you do is the last one you feel like you could do with perfect form. That will serve you much better. So if you're going to train to failure, do it the right way. Awesome. We will be able to monetize this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 why? I don't understand. So, so Train the like main. If you, you know what I mean? Right, if you're doing the set and you doubt it, you got to pull uh, it out. Yeah. yeah. You I, know what I'm saying?
1: I see. I made the connection there after, yeah. <laughs> yeah, after the fact. Intensity. Sur- I'm Sur- surprised Doug didn't pull the plug on no, that. No, <laughs> I tried. No, he tried. <laughs> he had a button right there. to go. Sometimes right. his yeah. morning ideas. I don't know, dude. I don't understand. <laughs> so,
0: I had a little bit of caffeine this morning. You moment. know,
1: but I do find that this is one of those things that we have to say over and over yeah. um and i and i know that because i i feel like i even myself i have a tendency to want to do that to write to train i, I still to this day probably train to failure more than i i need to yeah because there's something about that uh, addiction to wanting to feel sore or yeah. to, re- to take it to the limit and be like so oh, caught i just, just get
2: consumed by the momentum you know of what you're doing and, and so do you, you just and
1: and keep going and do you guys think it's more do you think it's a um you think it's a uh, like a, a a man thing more than it is like a, a woman? Do you think? I feel like. No. Oh, I do. Not I, with weight. Maybe with I weights. Feel, I feel like with with women. I. I have you ever seen a woman do cardio to failure? I have. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're gonna use that? It's I'm talking weight. about weights right now. Yeah, and I think it's because guys uh, typically are like, I want to get big. Yeah. Right, so they do. Yeah, that, I always but, felt like with 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 my female clients, I always they, they were some my female clients were my most technical, best form clients. Like yeah. I have, I had more women that could perfect a beautiful squat or deadlift yeah. than I than I did a man. And and a lot of times I think or I attribute that to they were always like you they were very meticulous about the detail of the form of technique. And they would always lean on the I'd rather be light and safe and smart than to stretch myself too much. And I'd always had to kind of encourage them to, oh, you could do more. Mm -hmm. I could tell you could do more. No, you're right. But my men, it was just like, oh, I could put put more. I'm like, no, that first one was pretty shitty, actually. (laughs) That first one was bad, bro. We shouldn't do anymore. Well, there's
0: also like, there's a bias with training. Uh, More women hire trainers than men do. And I think it's just, you know, it's like that, what's that old adage? Like, you know, pull over and ask for directions you yeah. don't have to do that anymore these days asking of, for help i mean gps it's, yeah it's so no, it's not but, a very good male but trait. i look i did this right where i would go to i thought going to failure and i got this from reading like, well there's my studies there's studies duty. that
1: support this yeah
0: and what happens is look fatigue is the op is literally the enemy of technique and form fatigue will crush i don't care how great your technique and form is When fatigue starts to set in, your technique is not going to be as good. That's a fact with anything that you do, okay? So if you're going to the point where you can't move anymore, what ends up happening is that last rep or two, you're now strengthening a pattern or a movement or the way you're doing the movement in a way that's less than optimal. And then that's what you end up strengthening. That's what ends up becoming... your default pattern. So if you have this slight twist, you know, I'll use an example. That's, that's obvious and easy to see. You're bench pressing and you do that kind of failure and the bar stuck. And you're like, you're just keep pushing. Cause you, you got to do that. Absolutely. And then your body starts to twist a little bit and you start to move a little bit and then you fail. Well, you, what you're strengthening is this twisting pressing motion, which is not proper technique or form. And this
1: is when things start to get bad. Yeah, Sorry. no, I, I, I think it's more than just that too. I can't remember what I was gonna say though. I was uh, just gonna tell you I was just, waiting for you to finish well, your six it fries the hell out of your sentence. No, 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 no. Right. It's no, it's the, the problem with the studies, the that the studies that support oh, failure right. training right. is not uh it's not realistic to what real life is for the average person. You you take a, a six to twelve week study to prove that failure training gets X amount of growth or potential strength out of it what you're not factoring in is that the average person has these ups and downs of energy, sleep, uh you know, hydration, proper nutrition, and it's like all these things are not adding in the, the adding in the stress bucket, yeah. okay? And and when you and training to failure is is way more stress than just training period. Training right. period is already a stress, and then training to failure is way more stress. Right. And if you add that with somebody who is also lacking sleep for the last three days or they're a little bit like they didn't get their calorie intake or or they're just frustrated with work. That changes that outcome of that study. But that's not how that study works. That study's very controlled. It's like, oh, sure. And there these- are
2: athletes that already have like built a base too, and so it's not like an average person. Like they don't have any of the prerequisites. Like going into like you have to build up your body quite a bit to be able to handle, uh, you know, uh, going to that degree of intensity. It's yeah. not.
0: It's not necessary. It's all. It's typically too much. But even if you look at you look, you brought up those studies: twelve week studies, fifteen week studies in the context of I want to try to work out for the rest of my life, or let's just shorten it in the context of five years. Okay. Not who decides they're going to work out for 12 weeks and then stop. I don't think anybody starts that way. Everybody that happens because people quit, but when people start, do you tell them, Oh, so you plan on totally quitting after 12, 12 weeks? They'll say, no, I want to keep doing this. So if we look at the context of how long you're going to be doing this for, uh, that kind of an all out intensity sprint will fail. It's like looking at a run and saying, run 50 yards. Well, the person who's going to do it the best is the person who's going to run the fastest and the hardest. You make that a 50-mile run, the person who tries to sprint out the gates right away, they're going to fall down. They're going to hurt themselves. They're not going to be able to complete the race. So it is beneficial in short bursts if you do it properly, if you do it appropriately, if it's right for your body. There's lots of caveats here. But in the short bursts, yeah, just like they did that one study that showed where they took a group of people and they added volume every week. And I think it was a, I want to say a 15 week study at the end of the study, the group that did 52 sets per body part had the best results. Okay. Keep doing 52 sets. let watch <laughs> yeah. what happens. Yeah. It'll Draw start to go backwards. Yeah. It'll start to go backwards, but it was a short sprint. And this is how you should train your body. Mm-hmm. 90% of the time you're cruising and you're training properly and you're taking care of yourself. 10% of the time when you feel good, all the stars aligned, everything looks perfect. Diet, sleep, Supplements, optimize, recovery. adapt, optimize, adapt.
2: You then
1: know, you sprint. There's a there's a there's a good golf analogy here. Like if if you've ever tried to golf with people that know how to golf and you're trying to learn how to golf, a lot of times they will recommend to you to like just use like your seven iron and not use the driver mm-hmm. and just and just play with that because it's a, it's an easy iron to hit and it's kind of safe. There's not a lot of room for air. You're not going to crush it way left mm-hmm. or way right like you can with a driver. Right. Drivers way you know, more that consistency. Yeah, like drivers way more it. technical. But the, nothing is going to send a, a golf ball further right. than a than a driver. If right. you hit that hard and sweet and just right, that thing will go go flying. But it's like very, very technical, and your skill, and you. Many times, you'll play way better. And I've done this where I've played rounds. I'm like, I just I'm not gonna play with my driver. I'm just gonna play yeah. with my irons. And I'm the slightest
2: play. hitch in your swing, and it's gonna go exponentially further to the left or
1: right. This exactly. Is how, this is and, how I
0: beat you guys at top golf. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I and I feel this. it's like, true. I feel like I feel like failure butter. training is like that, right? Of yeah. course, a driver in golf is necessary at the elite levels yeah. to to beat everybody else. But for the average person who is just kind of figuring the game out, playing it safe and smart, trust me, you'll probably play a lot better, get way better results, win a lot of g- matches just by playing smart and safe. And then over time, you will learn how to use that throttle down or use that well, driver. What's the
0: most, I don't know golf, but what's the most used uh, iron in, in golf? Is it the driver? Like the
1: seven. Okay. No, no, okay. The iron so is- even in
0: them, even with them, they're not using this. You know uh, this 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 club that blasts the ball. They're even using that in a small percentage of the time. Most of the game, they're using other tools. Right, right. So it's the same thing. So that's but right.
1: I, that's why it's a good analogy yeah. because you 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 obviously wouldn't use a driver. Nobody would use it, even a professional, but you use it at every every you tee off. Yeah, almost yeah. every time, unless you have yeah. a, that's a your very, sprint. Yeah, and so again, if you the room for air with something like that is what makes me think of that analogy. The same thing goes for failure. It's like, and you can absolutely play your best golf that you've ever played and never use it's, that. I feel like the same thing goes for training results. You can see incredible results and never have used training to failure.
0: No. In fact, uh, most of my clients, I told them never to go to failure. That's, mm-hmm. that was the, the vast majority. The ones that I teach that I would taught or teach how to use mm-hmm. failure. were at a level where they, it, it would be appropriate occasionally. And they mm-hmm. had been training consistently. Their form was good. They knew how to get to technical failure and not beyond, which takes some time. Applying it beforehand, before all those things, it won't get you there any faster. If anything, it'll get you there. A lot slower, but again, I want to use that analogy of top golf when we played because that's exactly
1: what anywhere, any way you can insert. The you guys, wind. I just want to remind everybody: <laughs> no,
0: you guys were blasting. They you don't. Know, I just kept, you know, just a little in the, you know, the first hole. Or
1: whatever. Yeah, we were yeah. going
0: for the hole.
2: Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the difference.
1: I had, yeah, I had, a, a I had a, uh, a partner question. I know, I saw that we had uh, uh, LMNT today, and yeah. I know that you have had your son using. It. I try to get Max yeah. to do it, and he you can't used- put a
0: lot. How much did you put?
1: Oh, so I put like half a packet in there. No, bro. And what? In like his water.
0: That's too little. That's like concentrate. Holy shit. So his little body doesn't need that. So what, what did you use? I put, so I'll take the packet and he's yeah. got a little sippy cup and I'll literally sprinkle enough to give him some of the taste and a little bit of the salt. Oh, uh, okay. Otherwise it's way strong
1: oh uh, okay yeah because yeah.
0: he's a little 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 body dude. yeah it's yeah. like all the. Well, that's way. why
1: i didn't think of the whole thing obviously but i mean i didn't think that you're barely sprinkling anything oh
0: yeah that. just i had to i mean because that's what i'll do i'll put a little and you know what he calls it he calls it tasty water so he tasty says water. hey mom can you give me tasty water uh, so we know so that that's we'll
1: put- why I, I just need to water it way down yeah. and maybe he won't notice what, what so does he do that still on a regular basis oh yeah oh
0: yeah, yeah. we give him just a little bit and if we for outside and in the, in the heat and in the mm. sun um then i'll more consistently put because you know little you know three-year-olds they'll run until they can't move anymore yeah and he'll just be sweating so i'll put a little bit well of i mean it
1: makes sense too because i know you guys are like us like you don't do a lot of processed foods for him at all so he's getting no. mostly whole food no. so and
0: we don't drink any he doesn't drink anything except for water and occasionally that's max macadamia nut milk yeah. and what we'll do is his mom gets uh matcha lattes from uh starbucks mm-hmm. and he's like always wants some of it obviously mm-hmm. you're not gonna give it to him because it's got
1: caffeine i love that i kept it, the juices and stuff away from him for as long as i did because now there's been times where someone's like offered it and he, he ta- it's just way too sweet yeah mm-hmm. he'll take he gets this like weird look on his face yeah. i'm like he, oh it's so crazy. even my kid will have yeah, some water i'm like he oh, likes it for
0: it. two sips and he's done yeah but we do macadamia nut milk and then jessica has this like organic uh green food coloring and she'll warm it up, and you know, warm it up in the and then she'll put a couple drops, mix it, and he thinks it's a matcha.
1: That is something that Max does. <laughs> so I, I know we don't have an Organifi commercial today, but that is something oh, that Max fancy. does is the green juice. Mm. Is the he does like the green juice. So she Katrina makes that for him and shares it with him all the time. But I haven't got him on the, the on the element yet. Protein, shake, protein like shakes like are a, good
2: too. Yeah, like a, a half pack it for when the kids like compete in like gymnastic tournaments and and we'll put it in one of those like a yeti you know like Mm -hmm. so size with with the water but it and it's great because like they're they're out there like really like rigorously competing and their bodies like uh you know definitely um benefit
0: when i was a kid working with my dad in the summers in the in the heat mixing cement carrying the buckets and sweating like crazy i think i told you guys this before but Oftentimes, my dad would add salt to his water, and he would put something—I can't remember the name of it. It's this weird—it's alcohol. It's got alcohol in it, but it's this weird drink. I don't know what's made of, made of. Maybe you could look it up, Doug. I think it's spelled A N I C A. Some fermented. Uh... Uh, look up A N I C A water. You know, it goes in water or something like that. He put like a few drops in the water, and we would drink it, and it was very refreshing. And then for lunch, we always had we always had some mm. kind of salty deli meat you know what else and he would always say oh i feel so good it's because of the so you know what
1: else ah. i bet he always had which i think is so interesting because i never thought about this till right now is uh i mean is it's kind of is, Arnica? Uh, it's kinda like that but it's oh. it's a n i c e or a uh, i don't know I, w- I would be willing to bet that more than 50 percent of all sunflower seed purchases come from contractors. So. Oh god, they crushed those in <laughs> little league baseball I, players. Yes. But they I, put the whole all of them. I mean that's I when I, I, when I did construction. Yeah, construction. How, construction how funny is that? It's like you you naturally just gravitate to that. You know your your body is Here's an example of mm. your body signaling to you it needs more salt It needs more sodium because you're working outside in the sun all the time why why else does like almost every contractor have a bag of sunflower seeds in his truck i mean that yeah. was that was or at least in that was a staple that was sure. uh, yeah in my time of like working with my dad when i was a kid like that everybody had sunflower seeds and you chewed on sunflower seeds the, all day just long It's
2: was like something to do I know. as well which was yeah the appeal to it for sure isn't that yeah, funny i know
0: yeah. It's just it's got to be so, and they, and they do they do this well, i'm sure they do with you guys where so they throw all one plus yeah. the seeds in there
1: yeah yeah Delicious. Oh, yeah. I
2: still eat them like that. Yeah. Right? I, yeah, yeah.
1: I love them. I love yeah. sunflower seeds. I don't yeah. know how healthy they big are. Big old
2: though. squirrel pouch. Speaking uh, of big old squirrel I mean, it's a seed. Is... It's still
1: fat. But I, you know what? Because I, you're I, because they're in the seed, I mean, in the, in the shell. You're not, you're not over-consuming. Yeah, you're not over-consuming. Yeah. If you ate, like, already- You ever get them shelled? Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. You crush them Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's just- I think that's just a good- Like, same thing with pistachios. It's such a dangerous thing to eat nuts already- like, you were meant to have to crack the shell and eat the individual yeah. one. They're so high in fat and calories that if you get b- bags, that was like one of the worst things they ever did. Same thing with peanuts. Oh, yeah. Those things are dangerous if, too you, fast. if you were just grabbing handfuls of it and throwing it in your mouth and you're not having to crack it. See, mm-hmm. just simply, I mean, talk about in, like – learning about creating barriers for yourself to regu- self-regulate buy,
0: like by by uh, nuts that you have to shell.
1: Yes. 100%. Huge difference. Totally.
0: Actually, that's a tradition. Uh, that's like a traditional one of the last courses that we'll have uh, for dinners is people will bring out nuts and they're always and then and they'll bring out nut crackers. Yeah. And they're always walnuts or even almonds or anything and they're in the shell and you have to crack them and eat them yourself and you eat way less. Yeah. Way less. As a yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so anyway, uh, I have to talk about. what well, I,
2: I was going to so, transition this over because you know how you would just put like half the packet yes. in, the, in your cheeks yeah, and yeah. all that. Reminded me of the Jordan Peterson. Episode. Oh, you
0: dick! Oh, you <laughs> <asshole>. <laughs>
2: You, bro, it looks little,
0: so- little cut hold on a second, like I don't know why- Hold on a second. Bro, why- Come on, you guys always make fun of my why, fat face. I don't understand, Adam. Why our faces look so big? Oh yeah.
1: my God, it looked terrible. What happened? I look like I got punched in the face. Still, <laughs> like it was swollen. Uh, what happened to us? <laughs> was it so, the, was it so the yes, lighting?
0: No, no was the I think angle. it was- No, it wasn't the angle. You know what it was is, is that we were traveling like crazy. We had been to London for how long? 10 days? Then we were into Florida. Then we went to Arizona. I'd been eating- Never shoot me like that again. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: never
3: <didn't laughs>
0: shoot you that way, man. Yeah.
3: It wasn't me.
1: It's always you. Hold on, it's, it's always you. Justin, Justin whose face?
2: Justin, <laughs> whose, whose face looked bigger, mine or Adams? I, that's a good question. It was like that's the biggest I've seen. You that I'm going start long. interviewing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? I think your head was bigger and Adam's cheeks were bigger. Oh, oh my god. god. Dude, it yeah, looks yeah. so bad. Yeah, somebody somebody
0: actually head. commented. Somebody yeah. wrote underneath like Sal's head grew <laughs> a lot. Oh wow. So we said that? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It was, you know what's funny. It was so the so audience
1: obviously doesn't know this. So yesterday we 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 saw the clip for the first time and we're like, we all of the Jordan You guys sent to us and all of us are like watching on our phones here in the studio. And I'm like, I see I see it. I go, oh, First, I think, I see, I, think <laughs> I see Sal. I'm like, damn, Sal looks like that. Then I see me. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> then I see Justin. I'm like, Justin looks hella good. I'm like, I'm just pondering and, like and, the whole time, just like mm. and no one says anything. I finally, I was like, bro, our faces. Like yeah. I was like, man, I'm, geez, I wasn't gonna say anything, but boy, we look bad. So, man, so was,
2: funny, because I thought I got the shaft because I had to like sit right next to him, you know, and you guys are on the other side. Yeah, I was like, man, was, I got the
0: worst seat. That is not my good Some side. of the Best clips seat. Some of the clips that they would do, like he would be talking and we're listening, and they would show us listening, and we're yeah. like. I know, people, you see people making fun
1: of that too? Well, no. Yeah, yeah, people on our on our Instagram were like, the boys, when Jordan Peterson talks, and it's the, the lips emoji with the eyes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, big eyes, and just like, uh, mm, pondering, God. you know. But that's the thing, you get lost, I mean, it's... it's. I haven't even listened to it yet. Have you guys listened to it deep either one of you listened to it? I listened to it. It's one of the ones of I actually wanted to listen, listen to. About half of
1: it. You mm. did? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, I like listening. I mean, the guys, I always like listening to stuff he has
1: to say. I mean, obviously it's aired, so we can talk about it now, but... I mean, I, everybody wanted to know after I, I interviewed him, like with that, or family friend. Oh my God, what was this and that? I said, you know, it was awesome. It was a milestone for us because it was somebody who we all really wanted to interview. Uh, I don't think there was anything he said that I haven't heard him say already, but the comment about uh, Twitter when I asked yeah. him about yeah. Uh, yeah. Elon, social media, Elon Musk and taking over Twitter, and if not, yeah. that kind of blew my mind. His take on—he basically said he doesn't think there's a way
0: to make it—it's not salvageable, so that it doesn't—you know—it's not toxic. He says
1: it's impossible. I—I just—I never read. Like, there's a lot of stuff right now, right? Left or right? You know, the—the—the left is censoring this. Oh, the right. There's all these crazy people on there. It's like there's—you know—we're dividing everybody, and it's—it's the other side's fault. Why this? These media platforms are awful and the truth is after listening to him it talk it might
0: be toxic to human behavior it doesn't matter no.
1: it do, like like it do, it doesn't matter if the the, the most balanced right to left neutral person controls this thing Mm-mm. it's set up for failure it's yeah. set up in a way that doesn't mirror the way we interact it socially out, and how we evolve—it
0: takes out the natural it checks highlights narcissist
1: psychopaths. That, well, because that's what it does. Yeah, it, it, in it gives the real them a louder voice in the real world. Did that blow anybody else's mind? I mean, that blew. Of all the things he said. It did. I that was like, oh, oh I don't no, know why I never thought of that?
0: hundred percent. In the way he explained it, it was perfect because the real world has built-in checks and balances. Yes. Because those don't exist on social media platforms, there's nothing you could do. Because in the real world, you would never walk up to strangers and comment on something that they said no. in a way that could get you punched in the face or cause some kind of whatever. You're not right. anonymous. And psychopaths are much easier to pick out when you, inter- you, know, you exchange ideas with them and talk with them yeah. in real life. It's harder.
1: On the internet. And not only that, and even if you started to sense that, you would disassociate. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you, they wouldn't even be allowed to be in the circle to even comment and say anything like that. So it really just... Or
0: how many times has this happened to you in real life? Never. Right. Where somebody walks up to you and goes, hey, what's your opinion on this thing? You're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> hey, everybody, he doesn't ha- He doesn't want to say anything. Yeah. Screw this guy. Oh, He's yeah. bad. I
2: worked in a bar for years, right? Like the, the biggest thing was like you don't bring up politics, you don't bring up religion, you don't bring up death. Like There's just certain things that you're just like... You don't talk about that socially and engage in that because it just creates conflict and everybody has a terrible time. Yeah. And everybody knows that. Yeah. And this this like new sort of way that people like talk and interact with each other is just like bullshit.
0: It know? is and it highlights um a lot of insanity. Speaking of which, um the mo- I I have to say probably the most epic interview I've ever seen in my entire life was Elon in his interview with uh, the New York Times. Yeah, yeah, yes. I he is. I I don't know the guy. I don't know the man. Okay, he's
2: a refreshing. But
0: damn, I love him. I mean, to say what he said, <laughs> to stand by his yeah. principle. Literally, he said, "Oh, they want to blackmail me for money. Go fuck yourself." He goes says, "Go fuck yourself." And the the my favorite part. You hear Pinchot? Oh,
1: bro, it was so awkward. The in reporter there.
0: froze, and then he literally looks at the audience and he clarifies, "Go <laughs> fuck yourself." Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> Bob, I know you're out there. <laughs> yeah, I was dying. And he made a very good point. Well, that, that yeah. There's another cl- thing that he said that I think got overshadowed by that, that I think is even more important. He said, more people want to look like they're doing good and do evil than actually do good. And to yes. those people, I say, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. And I love that, man. You, we need, it, we need people who stand by principle, especially people with influence and in power.
1: Well, he is the reason why I asked that question uh, to Peter from I believe I framed it that way of like, hey, now that Elon Musk has taken over Twitter, yeah. do you have, you know, and i and up until that point i did have some uh, belief that oh man i think if someone could make make this a better platform it's yeah. going to be elon and i think it'll be great and i'm on that side of like it being better than what it was before of course i know that there's half this audience that th- this probably disagrees with that but now i don't even i don't agree with that i don't think it's possible i think after what the points that jordan made yeah. I think that, it, and to me, what that highlighted was it was just more confirmation of why I need to be on it less. Yes, mm-hmm. is that it's it, no yeah. matter what, it's worthless. You can you can try and uh, you know we talked about this the other day about the algorithm, feed the algorithm better stuff, and it's like at the end of the day, you just can't control the toxicity on this thing because it doesn't. You can
0: mitigate it, but it ain't. Gonna yeah, be, yeah, you can it make it be. a little
1: bit better. But it's, still, it's yeah. still an awful place because of those reasons. It I, doesn't have the natural checks and balances. So. Yeah, I
0: agree. And what's the, the, to go back to that interview, what's crazy is that, first of all, the way he positions certain things. So he doesn't bow down to these massive corporations. He says, screw you. He calls out Bob by name. And then he says, we'll let Earth decide. We'll let people decide. They'll be the judge. And, and he said, well, what, what'll happen to X? And he goes, it'll fail. It'll bankrupt. And it'll be because of them. And he goes, and the, and the, the world will decide who's right here. Have you guys seen what's happened since then? Mm -mm. There's been thousands of people who have been posting that they're canceling their subscription services to these platforms. Disney, Paramount, to, you know, they're they're basically putting out and saying, we're going to boycott these companies because we support what you're doing. Well, I saw
2: some crazy business owners. uh, Was that Cardone? Yeah. Who who was like, yeah, I'm going to... actively sponsoring like ad like for ad money into to twitter to, to support you know this this sort of movement. obviously
1: a disconnect in there so because i saw i saw the response right to that and it sounds like or what he said was that his the the t- t- x was trying to tell cardone that they didn't think that his content would do well on there because oh. of other sponsors and so um, it sounds like he's tried to to advertise with them. So even, I mean, that's the hard part about a massive company like that. Even Elon, who has his vision for it of what he wants to do, there's still people underneath there so that are running it. Yeah, yeah that are running these these day to day operations that he's probably like ten people disconnected from yeah. that doesn't even know that they're turning I, down I, stuff
0: I, like that. I, I, I'm thankful for uh, him buying X because um, it, it was. It's, this is by the it's not controversial anymore. It's clear. We know this. Uh, these social media platforms are being told what they should and shouldn't censor, what what they should, shouldn't allow. There's narratives that are pushed for sure. By the way, I'm not an expert in, in most fields, but I will consider myself pretty damn knowledgeable about fitness and health. And I will say this, lots of disinformation and misinformation is put out on social media platforms. And it's obviously a narrative. They're obviously doing it for a reason and it's not to make you healthier. So I can't, it's, it's not hard for me to imagine it's happening in other arenas. And then again, we have evidence. The Twitter file showed that the yeah. FBI, CIA came in and said, no, you're doing this, do that, censor these people, put these people forward. There was definitely a slant in one direction. So just for balance's sake, I'm glad that he he bought that. Otherwise, it's like one narrative and that's it. And you and, see
2: YouTube already doing that with like all the medical advice has to come from MDs. It can't, al- al- it
0: can't come from any alternative source. The algorithm will now put alternative medicine at the bottom. Yeah. So you look up information on anything that is regarding health, and if it's considered instead of letting the
2: consumer like figure all that out for themselves, like yeah. it's like we got Big Daddy coming
0: in to mm. scrub everything for them. Here's why that pisses me off: There's a lot of crap <clears throat> in alternative medicine. There's also a lot of crap in accepted, you know, um, you know, establishment Western medicine as well. Okay, but I'll just give you an example. Um, I, I remember when. I used to own I owned a studio, a wellness studio, a long time for a long time. So I started it when I was 24 or 5, so we're talking over tw- almost 20 years ago. And I had somebody in there that was very on the cutting edge of wellness, okay? And she used to talk about leaky gut syndrome. And I trained doctors who would come in and when she wasn't looking Scoff and not around, it. they would look at me and go, "Oh, they would roll their eyes and go, this mumbo jumbo yeah. woohoo crap." It's going to hurt people. It's bullshit. What the hell is leaky gut syndrome? There's no such thing. Making fun of this term. Well, Western medicine now, later, they call it um, you know intestinal wall hyperpermeability because it's a real thing. They made fun of food intolerances. If you brought up the microbiome 25 years ago, okay, uh, Paul Cech would do this. Actually, he did this 30 years ago. He would talk about the microbiome, how important the microbiome is. He would get laughed out of rooms. Doctors called him a quack. Don't listen to him. He's going to hurt you. And he'd say, no, antibiotics are harming your microbiome. That's not good for you. And they said, you're stupid. That's dumb. That was alternative medicine. Okay? So without yep. all this information, the good and the bad, we're going, to, we're going to end up figuring things out way too late. You yep. know. So we need that. And them being like, only the official approved you Know by the whatever agency information is what we're going to put out there, like you're going to set yourself up for, yeah, for some the WHO
2: patch. did a great job <laughs> WHO, so yeah, far. Dude. Uh, yeah, Terrible. have you
1: guys heard the uh, you guys heard the rumors about Mark Cuban might be putting his hat in the ring for uh running for president? No way, yeah, wow, no, not, yeah. I don't know if it's Andrew. Did you hear that at all? Did you know? Did you see what he just did?
2: No, I just saw that he sold most of his shares from.
1: Yes, he sold. He's and that's the reason. So the rumor is that's why he's. You know, he needs why the he, money. So he's yeah. He sold. He sold uh, his majority shares. But by the way, take a shot and guess. May, look it up for me so I can get the year because I don't know what year he purchased the Mavericks. He's had him for a while now. I think he's had him for about a decade. Um Guess how much he bought them for and guess how much he just uh, sold them for. Zero idea. Not even a guess. I, I, <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't even know <laughs> yeah, even what, what they guessed. cost. He bought it in 2000. Oh, he bought it in 2000. He so bought it for 100, 100 million something million and now he sold it for a billion. So, 285? Correct. Right? To 3.5 billion. Wow. 3.5 billion. Wow. Yes. Wow. I did not see that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I I
0: tell you what, I don't look like, <clears throat> anybody running for president is already a bit of a self-selection bias for a probably a bit of a psychopathic narcissist. However, I would I think if you were to just compare consistently over time, I think a self made billionaire is probably going to do a better job than a career politician. I, come
1: on. Uh, yeah. Serious? Yeah, I know, I know. I think that's close. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying
0: I'm trying to be politically correct. Yeah, here. Come on, dude. I mean
1: I I think career politician. I mean I'm not even a fan I'm not the biggest I I actually I like Mark Cuban for a lot of I like Mark Cuban for a lot of his business and uh, basketball uh, wisdom and stuff like that I'm not a big fan of some of his ideas but still I'm I'm more pro him than a lot of the other candidates that we've seen that we've seen like somebody
0: who's had to work in the business world who's had to build companies self made Mm -hmm. yeah who has to deal with profit and loss,
1: pissing people off? i was a Ross Perot yeah. fan, dude. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I remember, do you remember, I, <laughs> do you remember <laughs> his campaign? We yeah. you were young, dude. Yeah, I was young, but you, I do remember. I remember having enough wisdom that, like, man, why the. the America is like a giant business. Shouldn't we have like a really good business yeah. person in mind, dude? dude he he, he went, took a lot of the vote, right? He, like, he he
0: actually gave he they you know. Of course, one side says he's the reason why the other side won. Of course, but I remember third party. He put out Canada. commercials that he funded himself, mm-hmm. and he'd have these big charts. Yeah, and he was educating the public. I remember. Yeah. And the- I remember as a kid watching this, going, huh. I
2: like this guy. Yeah, what was it where he that's had a exactly. full
0: infomercial
2: that he just, like, stopped? It that's like, what attracted
1: me. I, I remember him breaking breaking yeah. down Here's our Here's the car. budget. Here's how much we spend yes. here. How's how much we have? Yep. And I'm yep. like, man, I've never seen one do yeah, that. That, like makes so, that makes a lot of sense. We should run the country this way. I'm like, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, that's all I had to stand yeah, just on. Just to right? see,
2: like, six times now that, you know,
1: the intelligence agency failed their audit. But like, the, come on, uh, there's also like more too to that. Like in order to that. be, to, in order to reach the level of financial success, is like a Mark Cuban um, with that many companies with that many employees. the the, like leadership that's that's a that's That's leadership you've proven it yeah and you didn't didn't get put into it and you all now you're a senator like you like you had to build it you had to create it you had to navigate the hard times the good times the like the other the when people want tons of money from you working with people you don't like to work with i mean god there's so many you have to build
0: attributes you have to make deals you have to build bridges to work with people and and then figure out how to outmaneuver them and work with different markets and work internationally. Right. Mark Cuban, Elon Musk, like you know these billionaires that are self-made, they've worked bet more deals internationally than any of these politicians. Just through business. They've had to go work in all these other countries to build businesses. I would imagine there's a
2: little bit of uh, less enticement in terms of being persuaded by money from
1: outside influences too, right? Well, just that's like an Elon's point, right? Like, yeah. you're going to try and bribe me with money? You're to try bribe me? Like, Fuck off, I'm richest man alive. Career politicians, that's <laughs> how they make money. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> somebody did a post. I have one less billion now. <laughs> yeah. Someone did a
0: post where they, by the way, do you, know, you guys know he lives like, apparently he just doesn't, he lives very doesn't have a home. home? He's always moving around and sleeping. Yeah, in yeah. I've read that. Yeah, Is yeah. that real?
1: Yeah, no. I, I told you in his book. Yeah, in this book, I told you guys about his car, right? Remember that was like his first like big purchase, and then after that, like he really, I think he, I think I remember reading that he he bought a big home at one point. And then I think he sold it, and then since then, he's been like kind of. Well, I
2: have a personal sort of story of that, and it's one of my clients that actually she went from I think it was Apple over to Tesla and started working for Tesla, and she was working there at the plant, and they just opened the plant here in the Silicon Valley. And in order to launch it, like he literally was there all, the, all day. I, I've long, heard that too, like living there. And then in there. Sli- yeah. slept in the office for like months. Just he was in, everybody knew he was in there and he was just there sleeping just to, to make sure it,
0: like everything went according to plan. Do you guys remember the movie Gladiator where um, I don't remember, what's it, Russell, Russell Crowe? He was like the, the general, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And the emperor feared him. Yeah, because the soldiers get the influence over all the people. they saw him mm-hmm. put himself out in the line and they saw him doing like that's a that's what a good leader does and these career politicians yeah. are just
1: fake it's funny though because They're so we, fake because have we, examples we, of that. we demonize billionaires so much now that i actually think that m- more people hate billionaires more than they hate politicians it's crazy to me you know that? it's great. Cra- I mean, it, you, you know why you it's know, crazy? Does it not feel like that sentiment? Of course. Mm-hmm. You like know- there'll be people that just because we're talking about the idea of effective propaganda. Cuban or Elon running that it's going to piss off half the, the- audience. Here's how like-
0: annoying it is to me, okay? There's I'll give you a good example. People rarely demonize a super rich m- celebrity like uh, you know, like a musician or something like that. Nobody ever said, "Oh, Beyonce, Pfft. She made, you know, hundred million dollars. One of her dancers only made forty thousand. That's not fair. How dare they? Because they look at her, they go, "She's talented. She deserves it." You know, uh, LeBron James. Oh, nobody complains about necessarily the money, but a billionaire—they don't see what they do. Someone who builds a business and they get painted as this evil person. If you're self-made and you work in the market, you like that's that's some accolades. And by the way, you got your money because you gave. Consumers what they wanted. You've built something that and, people. And by have the valued. way, too,
1: you can all in the same breath. I can say all those things, and then turn around and also say, it, like, listen, I don't know the guy. He could be an asshole. Totally. He could be all these things. I'm not saying you let him babysit your kids. That's right. That's I'm, what I'm saying. right. <laughs> I, that's uh, like it's literally yeah. for me. It's like I'm making the argument that he's better than a lot of other people that we've put probably in that position to run to run
0: a business. You're, yes. Or to l- run a to run America. You know that's what I'm
1: saying? Right. So that's uh, I'm not I'm not saying because then people always try, which I also can't stand too, which is to like come after the character. Oh, he's this, and he's a bad. He's a bad guy. And he's an asshole and he's this and blah, blah blah he does this to his workers and it's like yeah. okay see this show is
0: me right. these angels that are gonna run the country these, these perfect
1: humans that exist well, so that's it. That.
2: i always want the example if you're so angry with this person where's the other example <laughs> it's, it's really
1: bad yeah I know. well yeah. it's the, the smooth talkers that like i mean that's the they they get away with all of you know like i that's a, i tell you what that's my like where i'm like look at vivek he reminds me so much of Obama. Like He's just so well-spoken. You yeah. he he can't some, help but like him. He did build he's some saying, companies, he's like, though. He's so likable. Well, so
0: I'm going to say this. Okay, yeah. Now, I'm going to say that because I'm so glad you said that. This is also important that in order to run the country, here's the difference between that and being an entrepreneur business person. You also have to be able to sell your ideas on a national stage. To everybody. Yeah. Right. Okay. Where is when you're a business owner, I mean, you, you have your employees. Yes. But they get paid. They get a paycheck. As long as they're getting paid well, they like their job. Like you're doing pretty good, but you don't have to get up and sell to other companies and other people <laughs> mm-hmm. to follow you necessarily. So right. like Trump, for example, was terrible at this. Yeah. You know, after the George Floyd riots and all that stuff, he gets up and says the exact opposite of what he should have said, yeah. even though he's saying what's on his mind. Like you, you know, you loot, we shoot. Like, what are you doing, bro? Everybody's pissed off and, and agitated. You need to bring people together. Yeah. So to be a good president, you need to have that skill of an entrepreneur. This is why, also, and you also have to be able to sell the
1: ideas. Very this well. is why, like Elon, might not be a good example because that's yeah, he's not. He the, says go fuck he has, yeah. I mean, he has that, but he has get that it done, but he doesn't have you know like something smooth, about those like brilliant people like him, Steve Jobs, yeah. like that they have a bit of that. Like, I mean, obviously they have that narcissism where they're. And they're so brilliant they can back it yeah. up. That's why they get enough people to get behind them like, hey, listen, he fuck, this guy does know. We yeah. should just fall in line. But that doesn't work on on a, on a national level. Yeah. Or you gotta you, To your point, you've still got to be able to sell your ideas, yeah. I think. And that's an example. But some
0: of the best examples of people that, whether you like these people <clears throat> or not, who are able to sell their ideas well. Obama, obviously, exceptional communicator. Bill Clinton, exceptional communicator. Ronald Reagan, probably the greatest. Ronald See, the, the greatest well, I think
1: like the like the the yep. like superpower would, or would ideal be having one of them as president, one of them as VP. You put the president who's the most like, like you put the Obama, the Vivek, yeah, the, 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 the mouthpiece, and then yeah, the, in the presidency. Yeah, here's what we're gonna do. And then you got then you got Elon Musk as a VP, or <laughs> you <We> got <laughs> yeah. Mark Cuban as a VP. Like to me, that is like yeah. you got the guy who can go out there and present and is likable and can communicate really well, right? Yeah. And then you have the dude that's behind the scenes. That's that, like you and
0: your wife yeah <laughs> it's and true it, when it, we do our sponsorship deals yes. is adam is like tell him to she put it in
1: nicer words <laughs> yeah
0: you know, gonna... <laughs> i
1: mean it's such a i think adam it's such like
0: a reevaluate it's a
2: great yeah. way yeah. Hey, it's a great
1: way to oper, operate right. a business right it's a great you, example you lean into each other's strengths i think together they they, they balance each other out it's like I don't understand why we all as we don't want that as a country to, to to try and piece that together. It's like
0: well, I don't think most people don't think too much about it. They see the clips they make up their decision they get pissed yeah, off and then right. it's easier to piss people off to not vote for someone than it is to get people to really it's like somebody so emotionally volatile. yeah, right and now. that's just that's just human behavior yeah, by the yeah. way, by the way, you know uh, government was not you were never supposed to have career politicians <clears> there <throat> was it was literally supposed to be a part-time job. Mm-hmm. you had your regular job and then you volunteered. Into this thing because you felt compelled to serve. You now know, it's different.
1: Speaking of billionaires, <clears throat> I had brought I brought up on the show. I think when this happened, and so I don't remember how long ago it was, and maybe the the guys can fact check with the time. But do you guys remember when I brought up Jay Z becoming a billionaire? Do you yeah. remember when that like no. that was a big deal, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like rapper becomes a a billionaire. I mean, I believe him and Dre were right back to back right around yes. the same time. Yep. Uh, I think Dre beat him because of the big sale of Beats, and then right afterwards, Jay Z became a billionaire. He's already crossed over the two. I think he's worth 2.3. Wow. And that, so Dang. his whole life. Took him all the way to get to, uh, you know, a billion dollars. And then just in the last couple of years has doubled that. That's so like fascinating to me and also highlights. Did you start
2: acquiring a lot of other businesses? You know, I don't, I don't,
1: I haven't like read his biography or anything to know, like how, I know he's got a lot of companies, right? I mean, and that's a a quick way. It's got to
0: be so weird to deal in numbers that big. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, okay, I'm going to start this new venture that's going to cost 50 million dollars. You know yeah, what I mean? It's just it's the, a lot of management. It's just, yeah, it's just crazy the, the numbers that
1: they do. I with. mean, it, it's still, I'm so I'm so interested in it. And I think it's so incredible. And, and again, it's another one of those things that people write uh, away Oh, you're a billionaire. Oh, it's so easy when you have all this money. It's oh, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, you <laughs> could just, you could buy your way to, to success. It's like this people who like, say, take steroids, you'll get in the NFL. Yeah, look at dude, 2.5 yeah. billion now. Wow. Oh, yeah, look at. So Man, what happened his first billion was in 2000. So from 2009, it took him his whole life. To get to in 2019 to get to it, so it was. When I remember bringing this up, a billion dollars, and now he's more. He's more than one and a half times that. That's two point five billion now. It's
0: harder. Mm-hmm. People, this is people won't get this. It's harder to go from a hundred million to a billion than it would be to go from, you know, a million to hundred million or whatever. Uh, it's harder to get to that num- When you get to those numbers, it becomes exponentially more challenging because the moving. There's so many different moving parts and what's going on and. It's uh, it's challenge. That's why there's so few, so few people who, who achieve that, you know, that level. Yeah. I mean, I just,
1: I, I don't know. I, How many
0: billionaires are
1: there uh, in America? Doug, do you, can you I, look that up? I feel up? like
2: it's increased over the, uh, oh, it has. the last few years. You know, years. that a one,
1: a billionaire was made every single day in the COVID in the, wow. yeah. during COVID a billionaire was made every worked day. worked for Pfizer. The disparity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, a lot
3: of them you did. Look at, look, at, look at it. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's, there's some truth there. Yeah. 735 in the US.
0: Wow. That's you know what's crazy about that? Is you could take every billionaire in America <clears throat> and put them in a room. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's how few a there small, are.
1: Small. Relatively yeah. small room. Yeah,
0: that's like my that's like my Christmas party. That's how many family members to my Christmas party. Well, I was just
2: watching some random show and it was like this guy, his whole business is designing and building like these ridiculous yachts that are like, you know, oh, yeah. gajillions of dollars, and he's like Okay. So I have like a very small community. I'm like advertising. He's like, I'm not, I don't have a website. You know, I don't have like, he has nothing. It's just literally word of mouth. Cause I know everybody. And it's like, it's a very small group of people he already you, knows.
1: You know what trips me out is like, so you bring up a number like that, right? And, and obviously the the amount of, you know, uh, centimillionaires and decamillionaires are, are more. A lot more. But, but not crazy. It's still, a, still when you talk about the jump, And yet we can go to places, uh, you know, you can go to these places where there's, you know, a car event or something like that. Like the one, the big one that happens every year down in uh, uh, Carmel area. And it, I look around. I'm like, where is all this money? Like, how did how did this many people yeah. have that? Could, but I think it really highlights the amount of people that really probably shouldn't do that, but have, do that to look that oh, way. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, and and I shared with you guys. You guys saw the Ramsey post that yeah, I shared. Yeah, the top with you. vehicles. Uh, yeah, that's right. I know what was that? number one? Toyota? Toyota. Yeah, Toyota, Honda. Honda like, um, the most Ford purchased vehicles number three, yeah. I think. And
2: but, uh, yeah, it was just like your regular uh economy kind of cars.
1: Yeah, only only run real luxury on there was the BMW. Have you guys ever by the way, have you ever been on one of those yachts? Have you guys ever been on one? Of no, not uh-uh. a super yacht. I would I I've been would. on a yacht Either. before but not a super yacht. Like how yacht. big? Was it like a Uh, I don't know how many foot it was. I actually had a, a ex-girlfriend whose dad bought uh, bought it used. Um and he was a he was a lawyer. but it was a big was it, I mean, it was oh a, yeah it was a, a kitchen b-
0: the whole deal
2: yeah
1: yeah 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 it yeah, was it, like you know he's like a
0: full
2: staff
1: it was all it was nothing like what it's like I've never been on like a crazy super yacht like not as not a super, God, super. that
0: would be crazy to get on one of those Somebody have a helicopter pads you could drive your boat up in there they have all kinds of
1: yeah I used to uh, I used to have <laughs> a a thing that I subscribed to that had like all the. All the all of course the, you did all the, all the a magazine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. I forgot what it was called, but it was like the, you actually. It was kind of cool because you could actually yacht see digest. every every. <laughs> it had every billionaire's net worth that had a yacht, so you could. I could flip through it. There'd be a picture. Did
3: of, you have trading cards with them?
1: No, <laughs> liar. No yachts and hoes. <laughs> no. Doug, why don't you back me up? I know he has, has billionaire like trading cards. Too. Doug probably had something like this too.
3: I mean, there is the Rob Report. I don't know if that's similar to that, but they have all the luxury items.
1: Oh, see what's that? What's the? What's it's a magazine. Oh, okay. I mean
3: it's online now, I think. Yeah, this mostly, was
1: specifically but... a yacht magazine. Oh, I, I, I didn't And have brilliant it. by the the, the the company, right? Whoever or whoever it was that created this because it had like every billionaire and their net worth. Like, I yeah. mean think about it. If you're if you're like that snobby rich guy who has got uh, the billions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars and he had to flip through this magazine and see like all the other ones you you know that like gets the competitive (laughs) juices yeah oh god get this one yeah yeah what's (laughs) what's
0: the most lavish crazy thing you would you would actually i mean i wouldn't do that i don't think i'd ever own a massive Uh, it'd be a waste of money for me but what's the most crazy lavish thing that you would spend like if you were let's if you had a billion dollars what would be the craziest thing that you guys would a it's car been, yeah. garage like a like, car garage yeah
1: i'm so i'm so into cars that it would be a it would be a, like my dream like would jay be, lono like yes jay leno yeah, style? Like, yeah, yes cool. uh leno uh, seinfeld yeah. like i the, those with, like, guys, the
0: rotating turntable i just
1: i love i love to drive i have mm-hmm. i love all types i love off-road cool stuff i love super fast exotic yeah. stuff i like old school muscle i like cars yeah, that sounds cool and I'd so be... to have that like uh, that would be a, a total, I know, waste of money, but I would have, you know, say 50. I wouldn't need the hundreds, but 50 of my favorite cars mm-hmm. that are getting maintained. That I could drive anyone whenever I want, and they're all—they're always, always clean. They're always taking care of that. Would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I would
2: love that. That'd be cool. I—I I was thinking I would buy a sports team myself, like a football team. That would be
1: cool too. Yeah,
2: and and then just you know, of you course. show up. You got your own penthouse, whatever. Like you get to, of course like, you would be well, a mean, part of. Like now,
0: the, would you now knowing you you hire a head coach? Of course. Would yeah, you yeah. be able to? Would you be able to not go in there and like? like are you be like Al Davis? Oh no, I'm I'm in there. Here. Are you I'm in Davis there Listening? Yeah. I'm, I'm not like.
2: Here's the thing, though. You hire the person that you believe in, and yeah. that's that's always yeah. so. You would make an amazing football. Team oh, coach. I would love it, dude. That I, that actually would be. I mean, obviously, that would be way more fun than actually coaching. Like, yeah.
1: that's a lot more work. Oh, I'd know? rather be the owner. The owner would be way, way more fun. Way more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. making the moves. I I think that would be a really take pictures, everybody. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I think I would. I would have. I would have. Uh, I would just have lots of. I would have services. Like, yeah, so yes, I'd have yes, a yes, chef. Yes, I know you
1: and i would have a driver i would, yeah i i imagine you you would pay for this right i could i could see you having like all the, the, the the quiet assistant who doesn't even talk? And she just follows you around yeah. all day long with yeah. her little Picks notebook. Pick up my garbage. Yeah, <laughs> your little notebooks. Every time you have ideas yeah. or things you want to remember, yeah. she writes it down for yeah. you. Doesn't say it. Just yeah. puts yeah. it down. I don't. There. No Sal, my Sal, phone. We, In five minutes, we need to be yeah. here. That's yeah. the only time remember, she speaks up yeah. is to remind. Remember, you. Sal, your
2: wife said, "Take out the yeah. garbage." Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do that right yeah, now. Yeah, oh, yeah. thank you. Like the Incredibles, was that one that makes all the
0: outfits for everybody? Yeah, she's just you know. Yeah, or I would love. I think having a bodyguard would be pretty sick. Think about how awesome that would be. A bodyguard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did I share that Imagine video? Imagine that, a dude that's that could fight, that's jacked, that will, that will literally, it's literally your dude that will, like, you just think Did you we, see that viral video? You sometimes, I mean? sometimes you need a hug, he's right
1: there. Just, Did oh, you see no, it? Maybe no, Andrew, because hug- Andrew probably <laughs> follows that stuff. Did you see that viral video of that kid's bodyguard who knocked out that one? <laughs> yeah, magnet? that was bad, dude. Yeah. Did you? I'm gonna, I, fuck, I don't
2: that know what was the disturbing. name
4: is, but it's a young rapper, it's basically his friends or his bodyguards. And this
5: fan came up to him. There's a video of it on Twitter. Yeah, he, yeah. boy, he, he just, like good.
2: three times his size
1: and just, oh, he, you need to into him. We Listen also don't know it. the rest of the story, so though, too, right? Like, I mean, for all you know, that that kid was spitting on the dude and acting stupid before. And you gotta that's know, all it took you gotta use jujitsu, man. Like, like,
0: punching someone, you could, you could kill someone jujitsu, submit him you know what
2: I mean put him down hold him down and that's it well even then yeah you knock him out like that if his head hits the cement I, I wanna, I, wanna I know someone <coughs> that, that,
1: I want to know yeah, no. I want to know what Doug would spend his money on what do you what are you blowing <laughs> your money on dude I mean for me it's just the house I oh, just crazy. I would just custom house
3: just very custom all the details I mean I, I like wood I like stone uh I'd just I'd go to the nth degree you on you would that. have
0: like a sleeping chamber like where you come out Oh yeah, yeah. This opens up and
1: you're definitely.
3: Yeah. I, I hang from the
0: rafters. I don't know. So. I don't think.
1: I don't think you can count that because I think that we all would. That to me, that's a that's your home, right? So this is like you already. You have fu money. You already bought and built yeah, your yeah, perfect house. Yeah, it can't be a house. What else? It's gotta be something you're blowing it on, like a super yacht, like a car, yeah. a garage full of a hundred cars. I mean, if you're a, like a, house, walks, a helicopter, a person who okay, walks okay, around behind takes, you. I mean, yeah. these are like. I'm sure. Sure, if Sal's got that, he's got a nice custom house. <laughs> <I> <laughs> so, should, I awesome. should hope so at that point.
3: If you're gonna force me to spend. Money like yeah, that, yeah right? bro. You gotta blow I would have an airplane. I would have a jet. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Because I like to travel. Oh yeah. And okay. uh, it would be fantastic just to be able to go down to the airport. Much and, better answer. Yeah. That's so a good idea. That's what I
0: do. The only is. thing I don't like about private jets is the ones that was crash, man. Every time somebody dies in a plane crash, it's always a it's always a private. Jet. Is
1: that true? Is that because is is they're small? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Small planes are. Well, did are, I say I was going to get a small one? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Doug, Air Doug. Force One. Yeah. What what was the what the one that we we flew to London that's the biggest commercial plane. What was that? What kind of model? Oh, that was an Airbus. Yeah, that, the Airbus. Yeah, the that like like Airbus. That's like a double That thing did. was crazy, man. Yeah. That thing yeah. was massive. What's cool about those is like the ride is so smooth. They're so oh, massive. Yeah. they like a ship, like, like right. a big ship in the
0: ocean. You yeah, they don't feel nothing.
1: You, you know it's funny cuz uh logically you would think that the the smaller plane would be safer and this big massive heavy thing with lots of people yeah. would have more risk. It doesn't it make
3: sense that that thing can be in the
1: air. Isn't it? it but is. I don't even like to
3: think about that, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I start thinking about this thing going up in the air and staying up there. I I, I start
1: to freak myself but out. But it's actually it safer, really right? Crazy, the bigger, the yes. bigger, the bigger they are, the almost the safer they, they are, right? Yep. yep, yep. But and the, the design did you know that the wings on that I hope I get this right. They go 15 feet up and down. That's
0: how much they flex. Yeah. yeah. That's at the ends. That's how big they are. That's
1: wild. Yeah.
3: I mean, 15 feet? Yeah. You know, a uh, test pilot oh. for Boeing barrel rolled, I think it was a 727 back in the day over Lake Washington. Up Intentionally? In the Seattle area. Uh, intentionally,
0: yeah. Now, seven twenty-seven is a lot smaller than the one we were on.
3: Yeah, much smaller. Yeah. But that's still a big. Plane. But yeah, he was doing a demo. I think was a, there was a crowd. Wow. And nobody anticipated this, and this dude just decided he was gonna do How a barrel roll. How mad would you be it. if the, if, the, if the plane we were on barrel rolled? If the, <laughs> <laughs> the <pilot decided>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you fucking! Well, that would be like the most, like if you're a pilot and you know you were retiring or something. <laughs> <laughs> or they're quitting after yeah, that last day. Yeah, last. All number. right,
0: everybody, we. <laughs> do you guys remember the worst the worst flight of my life? Do you guys remember that flight we were yeah, up on? up in Washington? The yeah. It
2: was Spokane to Seattle, I believe.
0: It was. I can't. I, I, I'm not going to do it justice. Peep, this is true. I was. Scared. There were people were crying on the plane. Yeah and praying there were women oh, That's the, that the worst
1: turbulence mm-hmm. i ever been oh
0: if i didn't have my seat, if you didn't have your seatbelt
1: on yeah. you were going to hit the ceiling launched mm-hmm. that's how hard it was shaking yeah. and going Oh, like and you would be shaking like this and then you'd have that little drop yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. i was pretending to chill i'm like oh yeah is this is normal no <laughs>
0: no way dude I had, I had i had uh like those those binaural beats on my in my ear and I had my <laughs> arms crossed, hella tight, like this, and I was just, oh man, I was. Just so that you know, the, the funny part uh, yeah, about that crazy. is
1: that, the, and I, I remember the the reason why I can relax a little, somewhat in those situations, even though I'm agreeing. Not with that you. one, not All that one. Kiss Still hard, but I, I remember uh, I had this uh, client that was a stewardess, and she said that. That is like she goes Adam when you feel turbulence in the plane that's like equivalent to you driving in a grocery store parking lot and going over speed, the speed bump. bumps yeah. that's literally what it's equivalent that's how safe and okay, mm-hmm. it's going to be now. Here's yeah. the difference: the landing and takeoff you're, you're, are the two. If you hit yeah, the speed bump,
0: good. you can't. You don't accidentally fall out of the car.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> as long as the engines are still running, dude, then I'm okay. But
1: that—that's what the, I mean. They—that's how they equate that to like as far as how how safe or risky. One you. of
0: the scariest uh, Twilight Zone episodes has to do with the plane. Have you guys ever seen that one? Oh yeah, that weird creature that was like eating the. You ever uh, watched the original propellers? one, or did you watch the old the one? Yeah, on the, the original one, one, dude. Yeah, dude. There's a Freaky. guy on the plane and he's freaking out and he's getting anxiety attack. They give him anxiety pills he's still freaking out and he looks out in the wing and he's like there's something on the the wing nobody Nobody else sees it just this guy nobody believes him nobody believes him and every time they look there's nothing every time he looks there's this creature on there there's one scene that gave me nightmares as a child because he finally freaks out and he opens the, whatever that is, the, the screen. Hatch. And the monster's face, the face
2: is the was right there. So it's like, yeah, he's like way out in the distance. You kind of see him. But then like, that was the jump scare. You know, oh, it was like the bro. first jump I was, scare. I think it was nine or ten <laughs> when I saw that. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: This is why my know. wife, freak me out. my wife is like, she, she's, she's like, it's creepy watching anything scary with you because you don't react. You sit there like nothing's happening. I think it's because I conditioned myself with that shit when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm crazy sure. stuff. I'm Speaking sure. of, uh, we're just talking about uh, Legion for a second. Uh, they're multivitamin. We never talk about their multivitamin. That's a good product for people who want to fill in nutrient deficiencies. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is there's studies now coming out showing that with good controls, that multivitamin use is associated with longevity. Mm. So people do live better and longer by taking a multivitamin. I mean, do you think that's people just, ask me all the time where should I get? I mean,
1: don't do you think that's just because most people, I can't remember when I read this. Most uh, people are deficient. Yeah, That's they right. they miss their yeah yes. their micronutrients, right? Yes. I think, it's just like exercise and the type of food. There's a like a whole host I, of. Uh, I factors remember to reading that. one time, and it, you can correct me if you're wrong, if you don't remember this Sal, or not, but I th- I thought like. To get the person's average uh, RDA and all the macro, micronutrients, they on average would have to eat like three thousand calories and a serving of liver,
0: yeah, or something yeah.
1: like that. It was like a like a it weird, was an
0: amount that people don't.
1: It was an amount and a like an odd thing. That it was you, an,
0: It was an amount that would make people obese. Because that's the, how you would get the nutrients. They have to travel with these foods, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, too, so, our, our soil isn't as rich as it
2: used to yeah. be, you know, especially in minerals. So yeah. just consuming minerals Here, is very, really important. Here's the
0: thing. It's like exercise. Exercise isn't magic. It's just that we move so little that some exercise makes us so much healthier. That's all it is. We're supposed to move. Yeah. It's not that multivitamins have any magic compounds in them. These are just you know vitamins and minerals. It's that a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us have some... Suboptimal levels of certain nutrients, and some of us, another smaller subset, have actual deficiencies. And deficiencies in in vitamins and minerals cause severe dif- dysfunction in the body, and they can cause lots of symptoms that people don't associate with nutrient deficiencies. So they'll have like anxiety or or stiffness and pain. That was my dad. My dad thought because he's got arthritis up and down his spine, and he you know he's worked hard labor. He was like hurting all over the place, he kept telling me, "Oh, old getting old sucks," and this sucks. And I'm I'm helping him with mobility and stretching, but he would always complain about it. He goes and gets a a vitamin test, a nutrient test. His vitamin D is low. Starts taking vitamin D, the pain, gone. Yeah. Within a week, it was gone. So nutrient deficiencies. Are- is there?
1: Do you see? I mean, is is there an example of where you would take a multivitamin? I mean, you're pretty balanced. the well, way you eat, everything like that. You supplement for a lot of things already.
0: I take vitamin D three because every time I get tested. Yeah, but I'm, that's a
1: that's a by itself. You take that. I
0: take it by itself. So I do take I. magnesium. Yeah, so do I. Um, I do take a multivitamin. I would say, probably six months out of the year, maybe at the least four months out of the year. Definitely during the winter months. I take a multivitamin. Oh, interesting. For Sure. Yeah. So because there's more holidays, more eating, not as good. Mm. So I tend to take multivitamins based off of what my, I know my diet is looking like and how much sunlight I'm getting and stuff like that.
1: Now, I'm actually glad you brought this up because I get, I, I forget that Mike even has a, he's got actually a, a good line of like, I know he's got a vitamin D also. He's got there. fish oil. Yeah. yeah so a lot of products. Yeah, no, he does. And, and people ask me like, what brand do I recommend for some of that? And I forget that he's got a multivitamin and you know how he, is with everything so like i know that's it's legit what yeah. he's, what he's putting oh out. no he
0: he goes through crazy length we know the owner of legion very well and he legitimately goes through crazy lengths to ensure quality yeah. in a supplement and yeah. i cannot say that for most supplement companies so. yeah. all right shout out okay i know we did a
2: uh comedian just recently but like I've been sort of on this campaign of trying to promote, like, maybe just a little bit of bullying back. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and Justin. I just don't know how to articulate it, you oh, know, in a I way that's that. not going to offend everybody. I saw that, dude. And maybe this guy, he's not for everybody, you know, it's 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 a little out there if you're sensitive, but hilarious, hilarious uh, bits. And uh, his name's Jeff Zinnisek. And he does this whole thing where he kind of justifies it in a really funny way.
0: If you have children, you probably care a lot about them and you want to make sure they get the right nutrients. You want them to get adequate nutrients. Well, there's a multivitamin for children that we support. We don't support any other multivitamin for kids because most of them are candy essentially, but not Haya. Haya is not a gummy candy. It's got the right amount of nutrients for little kids. Go check them out. Go to Hayahealth.com. That's H I Y a health.com forward slash mind pump. And through that link, you'll get 50% off your first order. All right, back to the show. Our first caller is Linda
3: from Massachusetts. Hi Linda. How can we help you?
4: Hi guys. How you doing? Hey, Thanks for taking my question. Yeah. Um, as I said in my email, I've been listening to podcasts forever and a day. I'm not even sure how I found you guys, but you're on all my favorites. And, um, you all, including Doug, bring so much to the table, but I have a special affinity with Sal because I'm Italian, ah, and right. uh, and I um, I was a weight loss counselor for 20 years, so if I had a doll for every time I, I said I have this study or <laughs> use an analogy to make a point, I'd be retired by now,
6: <laughs> wow. but... Uh,
4: so a little history I grew up in the 70s so I was always outside active moving and um when I was 17 a nautilus gym opened up in my neighborhood so I joined and I loved it and the only information I had back then was bodybuilding magazines but they did the trick for sure uh when I was 22 I uh a co-worker asked me to go for a run so I asked my uh then um workout partner now, husband to go for a ride and we did our first road race in 87 and we've been racing ever since but uh over the years i've pretty much stuck with two to three days of weight training and uh three days of cardio some acti- other activity and over the years i've done all, all the things we did a bodybuilding competition bench press competition marathons triathlons uh crossfit i even taught jazzercise back in the day um <laughs> right. so yeah. <laughs> I'm dating myself. Yeah. So fast forward to the pandemic. I was stuck in the house all by myself and uh, was uh, not happy about that. So when a gym opened up nearby, I joined and it was classes, but traditional um, weight training movements and they had the sleds and all the toys. So it was very consistent, built muscle and stayed sane. As you know, exercise does. So this year I was turning sixty, and I got fifteen extra minutes to qualify for the Boston Marathon. Actually, the older you get, you get more time, which is a good thing. Mm. So I, I worked with my running coach, and um, I eventually joined a regular gym. And uh, but I'm a social butterfly, so I had to join a class. And I was going for a run, and I like I love to listen to you guys when I run. And of course, you got the question about classes, and I heard Sal say you're not weight training, you're doing aerobics with weights. And I was like, okay, all right, stop that class, focus on the marathon. And I'm happy to say that I ran by marathon in September, qualified for Boston by 18 minutes. So it's nice nice to have a a cushion. Great job. Um, Job. Thank you. Thank you. So um, my normal season, I live in New England, so it's preseason now. Track starts in April get into the heart of my season usually my a race is in the fall and then i back off on the running and do a little bit more weight training so with someone who wants who's competitive but also wants to keep it my muscle being 60 what maps programs would you recommend for the different times in my season oh
0: great question by the way you been you were lifting weights
4: <laughs> it, it, when when women
0: didn't lift weights what was that like if you don't mind me asking so you're you probably the only one in there
4: so first of all, every time you 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 guys talk about that and I get very excited when you encourage a woman any age to lift weights I have to tell you um I don't know if it's because I'm from the Boston area, but um there were women it wasn't a lot, but there were and I had like a really good core group of of friends and you know I joined a, a we went to goals I mean we had been to different and I'm still married thirty three years so Good place to find my husband was the gym. (laughs) Um, There were the the you know rusty weights, but everybody was so nice. Everybody was so nice. I loved it, and um, you know, even like the bench press competitions, the body they were just uh, the races. So I just always felt very comfortable, and I and. I'm a social person, so I love working out around people. But everybody was great. That's great. It's nice now to see more pe- more women in the gym. But so, so I got to say, great. I
0: got to say this first before I, I give you advice, Linda. So someone like you, which I, I, I you know I've met people like you, but it's not common. Most people don't have the history of uh, exercise like you do. Haven't done it as consistently through the years. You've probably really developed um, good relationships with exercise. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to do it as long as you have. You know, so advising you almost feels silly to me because you probably know yourself better than I do. But I will say this the one thing that I've I've always encountered with people like yourself, and I put myself in this category, is the thing to look out for so not overdo it because you enjoy it so much. You're probably always kind of dancing that line of doing enough and maybe doing a little too much. So I would be, that's the thing I would pay attention to. Now, the more that you're running, the less you should be strength training because you can't tolerate doing a lot of either. Okay, I think the Maps Anabolic is a great off-season program. I think Maps Symmetry is a great off-season program. Symmetry is probably going to give you the best balance, even fifteen yeah. for
1: someone who's doing this much cardio. And
0: too. then yeah, in the in in the meantime, if you're doing any strength training while training hard for something like a Boston Marathon, Maps fifteen would be an appropriate type of strength training program during that period of time, but really the strength training, you, you know, you think of it like it's like, complimentary. It's yeah, it's going to be and, and And if you do more running, you got to do less You can't do all of it. Otherwise you'll really set yourself up for injury and training for, first off to qualify for a Boston marathon. People are, that's a tough thing to do. Um, I know that, I don't know, what was the time that you had to get? Cause I know when, when uh, I trained somebody, but they were not in your age group, they had to get under three hours. I think it was or less. What's your, what was your, what was the time for you?
4: So, um, and it is a, so men, it's a 30 minutes more. So if it was a guy that's not uncommon, it's usually around three hours, but for my age, it was a four twenty, and I did a 401, Good for
6: you. um,
4: but I've, I've run it qualified every, I This would, I've done it five times and this will next, my time will qualify me for 25. But, um, I didn't even know what qualified meant when I did my first one, I got an invitational number from my, for my running club. Um, and that was 1998. And when I finished, somebody said, you qualified. And I was like, what does that even mean? So yeah. now that's a big goal for anybody who can do it. Um, but I thought that was reasonable. I did my last one in 2010 and I'm like, never again. I've done other marathons, but, and then I just, when I hit 60, I'm like, well, maybe I can do it again. And so I was really it's happy. A, it's I'll a, get another it's chance a big
0: deal. I, so when I, when I, when I used to train uh, people that would run marathons after their competition, I would always have them take a minimum of two to three weeks off. And in fact, studies will show the damage last, can last as long as four to six weeks. So I'd have them take about two to three weeks off. I would have them feed their bodies appropriately, rest, allow things to heal, allow the inflammation to kind of go down because, you, you know, you know you probably feel like you got hit by a truck, you know, for days afterwards. And then when they come back to working out, we would start very slowly But then eventually the routine would look a lot like a MAPS anabolic type of routine. It's a very good, basic strength training, muscle building program. Now, the reason why I also mentioned MAPS symmetry is because that's going to give you the most carryover to all the other things that you do because uh, it trains, there's a lot of unilateral work in it. And that's going to benefit all the other activities that you like to do because you're so multifaceted. You're not just doing this to look good. You love to perform. The other program that would work well is MAPS performance. Those three programs would be your core programs. Anabolic symmetry and performance would be the best ones for you. And then during training time, when you're doing other types of things, MAPS 15 would be a great way to kind of maintain or help maintain strength.
2: I love MAPS symmetry just as a diagnostic, right? You go through that, like especially if you're a competitor or you run a lot and uh, you're just naturally going to kind of build some imbalances along the way. Uh, that uh, you can highlight and address uh, with that program and strengthen, and especially like around the joints to, to keep them healthy because, you know, you're such an active person. want to keep going and pursuing whatever you want to pursue uh, to, to reinforce, you know, your, the the stability and strength around your joints is I think it's always something to consider.
0: hundred percent. Do you, do you have any of the programs I mentioned? Do you have any of those?
4: Oh so, yeah, I did. So when I heard that I did get um, anabolic um, and I got, prime and anywhere like over time. And I've done none of them. So uh, the reason why I like the programs is because I've been lifting weights for so long. I tend to go in the gym and depending on my mindset or how busy I am at work, I'll like, I know what to do. So I'll just do push pull squats, you know? And I was like, I need a program for the winter to, to, to dive into and really focus on. Um, so I thought that anabolic, which I have, would be a good start. And I, I I read it. I like the trigger sessions. And I'm at that point where I'm ready to to start, you know, okay. getting in, going back to the gym with a plan instead of just going in and uh, doing the stuff let me, that I, I know I'm how send to you, do. I'm send so you that's symmetry. why I like the plans.
5: You, know,
0: you reminded, I mean, you just really reminded me of your experience in the gym. I'm going to send you symmetry. I think that one's going to give you Thank the best. You. I think that's going to give you the best results because it's probably going to be the most different from anything you've done. Uh, so I'm going to send you symmetry and when you're ready, that's the one to start, follow it as we wrote it out. And I think you'll really enjoy what it does to your body and what it does to your performance.
4: Yeah. Well, that that's, you know, I always, whatever other exercise I did, it was always, how did it affect my performance? And I have to say that hundred percent, my longevity has been to weight training because you can imagine a lot of my contemporaries. I have a lot of friends that have been running for a long time, both me and my husband and triathletes. And because they don't do weight training, they just never did. They are just falling apart. And a lot of triathletes stop doing the run part because they can't run. And I'm like, oh, shoot me when I can't run, when that day comes. (laughs) But so far, you know, that's why. And I always have stuck to three days a week. Four doesn't work for me. Even training for a marathon, three is perfect. And then doing the weight training. um, And I think I put in my email, I always find a good PT and this one was really great because he had me doing all the balance, the bands, the oh, side good. movements good. that really kept me strong. So that was, so that was good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to to doing something new, especially in the dark and cold winter here in, in the Boston area. Mm. And then the other quick question I had was about reverse dieting. So um, I went on my first diet at 13. Uh, luckily Atkins was, was all the rage. And I just always, found that higher protein works great for me. Um, Even when I trained for my first marathon, high carbs um, just wasn't, didn't, didn't feel good, but I'm a small person. I'm about 120 pounds. I'm five one. So if I have 120 grams of protein, I I tend to like fat more than carbs. So 50 to 60 grams of fat. And then it's really hard for me to get even like 150 grams of, of carbs with three meals and some carbs. So, I mean I don't know what you think I should be at like say, in this part of my training you're like good. calorie why should I try to reverse diet
0: When you're done with the race I would I would go you, yeah. what, what are your cal- it says here calories around 1700 is that true
4: Yeah like 6 yeah you know, depends on if I'm really focusing it might end up being a little less cuz I when I'm really thinking about it I won't have the handful of nuts or all that Okay um but yeah I would say that would be I'd go I after track. your
0: race. I would go up about uh, to be try and be consistent at eighteen hundred calories, and then work it up to about two thousand calories while doing map symmetry. And you're just going to get strong from and it.
1: your and your ratio to fat and carbs is fine. You're especially fine. if you know you feel good on that. That's right. Uh, you know yeah. you're hitting your protein intake, which would be the number one priority, and then really. The ratio of carbs to fat. I I change that based on the client. That's I mean, it. If they tell if you me feel good, you're doing. Yeah, it. they tell yeah. me I just feel better on higher fat and you know moderate to low carb. Then that's what we run. If they say they feel better on higher carb, then I run that and a little bit lower fat. So if you like the way you feel, just keep those ratios the same and then just bump the calories a couple hundred calories. That's it.
4: Yeah i i I, I learned to trust myself, and honestly, even if I gained a little, as I'm. I'm covered in sweaters now here, um, but I also just wanted to say I love listening to you guys because, as I said, I've been listening to podcasts, fitness podcasts, for a long time, and now when I listen to them, I'm like know that, heard that, that's the latest craze, and and I just enjoy your conversations, and I and I, I love hearing you encourage other people because. I really have a hard time watching everybody around me and I work in the software industry. So <laughs> they're just so unhealthy. So when I see you hear somebody and just, it's really fresh the way you talk and you talk about all contemporary things. So I know that your success is because you stuck to what you feel is important, but I just want to say you're doing a great job. And I, 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 really enjoy listening to you. So keep it up. Thank I love you. It. Linda. Thank wish thank I could you. hug you
1: right thank now. You, thank you, you so much. Compliment. Thank, thank you. Thank
4: you. All right.
0: Have a
2: nice have
4: day. Have a good one.
5: Thanks
0: again. You I want to point something out real quick to people listening right now. Okay, she's, she's qualified. The goal. She qualified for the Boston Marathon. She runs three days a week. She eats 150 grams carbs a day. That right there flies in the face of the belief that you got to run every day, beat the shit out of yourself, and all that other stuff. Right. In, in fact, most people overtrain when training for. She's a also she's the
1: her she, body. she's also the goal, right? Like, I mean, she's 60 years old. She's weight training, and by the way, I know a lot of people think that we're so hard on or anti-cardio or anti-running so much. She's a great example of someone that I'd love to see doing that. Yeah, totally. She has a love and passion for it. She recognizes the benefits of strengthening. And she highlighted exactly why we come off anti-cardio. It's because so many people to neglect the strength training mm-hmm. and they just, they run themselves to pain to where they can't even run or exercise. It's a tool of abuse. It is. And yeah. so, and most people, unfortunately, fall in that category. She's the, she's the rare. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, I, one thing I want to add to- She's too, training to support her running. Someone like her, I almost would, I mean, I, we could have gone a lot longer because I was going to ask her questions. When people have been doing it as long as she has, there's a lot of stuff I wanted to ask her about her experience, what she learned and what she figured out because you could tell she's- she figured this out through the years on what works for her body. Mm. And I would, I mean, and she's got a lot of training wisdom that she's developed over the years. And that's where everybody can get. If you stay consistent and you do it for the right reasons, you can get there. Next caller is Dina
1: from Iowa. Hi, Dina. Hey, Dina. How can we Hi, help Dina. you?
6: Hey, it's my guys. Y'all make a girl giddy. <laughs> oh,
1: thank you. All right.
6: That. I'm a longtime listener, so big fan. So I'm just stoked to chat with you.
2: Awesome. Okay. Cool. So what's your question? Can we help you?
6: So my question is, um, and I've been listening to you forever, so I almost already know what you're going to say, but what would be more the optimal range body fat percentage wise? Is there like a minimum for women to, I'm I'm in the muscle building phase. I've upped my calories. I've dropped cardio. I've gone through your bundle um, twice through the anabolic performance aesthetic. I've gone through it twice through. I haven't gained a ton of muscle. And then when I start to up my calories, I feel like it's partitioned more towards fat gain than muscle gain. So I'm wondering if I need to embrace that fat gain before my muscle kicks in. I'm not sure. Yeah.
0: Can I fill in a little context? I'm looking at your email. Yeah, absolutely. So it says here um, your body fat percentage as per DEXA was 15.2. Um, and then it went up to 15.8, basically the same. It hasn't changed. Yes. And your question is what's a, what's a good body fat percentage to gain muscle. Okay. Yes. Okay. So there's a range there, but essentially you want enough body fat to be able to support your hormones and to at least support optimal health or not make your body, uh, or put your body in a stress kind of a state for a woman. 15% is almost always too low. Okay. There are rare exceptions, but it's probably definitely too low. And you're finding with a small bump in calories, your body fat going up, it's because your body needs it. Now, one way to gauge this for women is based off their cycle, but this isn't always reliable because so many women now take birth control and whatever. But if you find you lose your period or it becomes irregular, if your libido's off, you notice differences in your hair, in your skin, in your nails, then you probably need to bump your calories and get your body fat percentage up. In my experience good body fat percentage that's lean in the female clients that I've trained to get them to build muscle was always at least, at the least in the high teens. 17 to 19. Yeah, like 18, 19% body fat, typically low 20s. And that's when they were healthy, they felt good, and they were going up. I'm also looking at your macro breakdown. And your protein is 120 grams. That's fine because your body weight is pretty low. Fats
1: need your to fat up. is really low. Fat's got to come up. Yeah. yeah,
0: That's where you need to bump. Your fat's at 35 to 40 grams. You're probably barely hitting what you need for fat. I would bump your fat at least up to 60, 70 grams just to get what your body needs because fat's essential
1: and that would give you the Mm -hmm. extra calories that we should be eating right now too yeah i know i I mean the the audience that can't see and stuff like that i mean I, i think i can see your bicep vein through your shirt you're ripped i mean you're plenty you're plenty you're plenty lean right now and absolutely could use a couple percent body fat and you will build muscle i promise and i i'm sure if you've been listening for a long time you've probably heard me talk about the psychological part of increasing the calories and what's really going on with the water retention and everything like that. And I know what a mind fuck that is. And it's, and it's exactly, that's what it is. You're not getting fatter. It's more of a mind fuck of you are least used to probably being someone who was damn fit, shredded lean all the time. And the first time you're kind of reversing out and adding. And that first initial, you know, water retention and weight that comes on doesn't look the same way as what you guys should, and it messes with your yeah. head more than what's really don't, going on.
0: Don't throw your scale away while you do it. If you were my client, okay, my goal would, of course, be to build muscle and strength, but I'd also want you to gain body fat. If I if I bumped, let me put it this way, if you were my client and I bumped your calories and you were gaining muscle and not gaining body fat, I would bump your calories again because 15% uh, for a woman to stay at is typically too low. Typically. Again, there's, there's exceptions, but it's typically too low. And I want you to pay attention to how you feel because what you'll probably notice is better sleep, less stress, better libido, better energy. And you're probably going to get compliments from people around you where people are going to say, well, you look really good. Well, you look really healthy. We've been, we've been led to believe that body fat is all bad. Any body fat is bad. That's not true. There's a there's lot too much body fat. There's also too little body fat. Both are unhealthy. In fact, too little body fat in the data can be worse than too much body fat. I don't think that's the case with you because you're also exercising and you're probably eating healthy food. But if you look at the data uh, on you compare two sedentary women who aren't exercising, one sits at twelve to fifteen percent body fat, the other one sits at thirty to thirty three percent body fat, you're probably going to see worse health outcomes. With the leaner person,
1: I think if you trust us, trust the process throughout the scale and the mirror. I don't. I'm not letting you look. I'm not letting you. I don't study yourself. Not letting you take pictures and analyze yourself. I'm not letting you. None of that stuff. It's like we're focusing on increasing the calories, getting strong in the gym, getting you to trust me and trust the process. And then what I would promise you is that. I'm gonna let you gain a little bit of body fat percentage, but I'm I'm gonna make you happier. You're gonna look better, feel better, you'll be stronger. You'll also have more metabolic flexibility. So you'll be able to enjoy more foods, whatever it is that you like to do occasionally that's outside of the diet, you're gonna get more of that and be looking and feeling better at the same time. But you got to get over the the first that first mental hurdle of this is body fat that's coming on you. It's not, it's not body fat you are holding on to a little bit of water from the extra carbohydrates or calories or whatever that, you're going to be fine. Trust the process. Totally. Totally. And you knew we were going to I say knew, that. I <laughs>
6: knew you would say that. And so I knew this would happen, but I, I also wonder if I need to throw away the jeans too, because that's the other mind play, you know, I'm not obsessed, but I just love to be lean. And so yeah. it's hard to see that go. But I, I,
0: I think Dina, I'm going to help you. Okay. I don't think you love to be lean. I think you think you love to be lean. I think you're afraid of gaining anything. And so you're you're in this kind of state of fear, okay? And I know this. I've, I've, I know what this feels like. When you get out of it, the further you get out of it, the more clear it's going to be. And you're going to look back and be like, holy cow, man. I, I thought I liked that, but I, I didn't feel good. It wasn't great. This feels way better. So, And really pay attention to the signs that your body's telling you as you go through this process, because the signs are going to tell you you're moving in the right direction. The scale in the mirror are lying to you, or at least they're telling you, or they're feeding your fears. I wouldn't use those, like Adam said. You you can use the mirror, but don't study yourself. You, so if use, you stand in the mirror and look at yourself, and like, oh, help
1: Use my. either your oldest kid or your your partner. Let them be the ones to help you. Got, be trust them they, who love you okay if they're your if they're your partner or you're your child like, unless they're I'm,
0: in the same boat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen ah! couples like that yeah, before yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: so uh yeah more likely than not uh your partner will probably tell you that you're doing you're doing good and be honest with you so I, I would I would if I'm gonna lean on any advice from somebody else uh, opinion wise I'm not I'm not gonna trust my own where you're uh-huh. at currently right now I'm not gonna <laughs> trust what I think when I get on the scale or look at myself in the mirror I, I'd prefer to hear it probably from my my partner
0: hundred percent. Dina, have you ever, have you ever had, uh, if you don't mind me asking, have you ever had dysfunctional eating patterns yes. or. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay.
6: Yeah. Years ago, I'm out of that. I'm fine. Wonderful relationship with food now. I just, and I practiced intermittent fasting for seven, eight years and I just stopped that. I'm like, that's ridiculous. It's not serving me at all. So I don't do that. And I bumped my calories tremendously, but Still afraid to kind of go up to the, I'd like to stay in the teens <laughs> for body fat percentage. Yeah. You, you
1: can, I, you can 17 to nine. So all of my female trainers that looked amazing. Okay. You're They, they hovered around 17 on the low end to 19%. Yeah. I'd like to that see was you closer like, to 19. I yeah.
0: think that, I think that you'll do. Look, I'm going to tell you something. Right now. If what we're saying sounds frightening to you, you're still in the grips of what you dealt with years ago. It's just less. It's still no, there. You
5: guys have
6: changed my mind a little for sure. And I'm getting stronger. I can finally do a single pull up for the first time in my life. So I awesome. know I'm getting stronger. I do trust y'all.
1: Okay, good. I actually, I would actually want to, to your point about the 19%, Sal, so is like, I actually would not allow you to cut calories until we at no. least, least get to there. Yes. So that would be my yes. if you were my client and you were kind of fighting with me because this is normal fighting with a client in this situation where, where she's telling me, Adam, I'm getting fatter, my jeans aren't fitting. This is I don't like this, and I'd be like, just trust me, just trust me. I'm not going to let you go too far, and we can always get it right back. I promise. Just let I would I would be pushing you like that at least. Until you got to 19, before I allowed you to even come back the other direction, just so I could show you how you feel and 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 look and everything and be objective about it. At that point, he, uh, that's what I would make you do first.
0: Now, here's the other part here that I just I'm looking at your email. So you're a yoga instructor, so you're teaching. How many classes do you teach a week?
6: Oh, five, six.
0: What kind of yoga do you teach?
6: All of it, like the hot sequence, kind of power, restorative. Okay, I do all. So
0: you do do that. Plus you run 12 miles a week. Plus you strength. train. I've
6: stopped stopped running and now I just do sprints on my leg day and I'm in the gym five days a week.
0: Okay. I want, I I want you to strength train full body three days a week. Maps anabolic. If you can. I've done that. I (laughs) I want you to do that while doing what we're talking about. I don't want, yeah. And even the sprinting, I would kind of cut that down a little bit, stick to the walking. And I think that would be the perfect complement to what we're talking about. And what I would like to do, Dina, is I'd like to invite you back in 60 days to come back on. I want to. I
1: want you in the forum too, so yeah. we can be. We're going to
0: put you in the forum, yeah. and I want to invite yeah. you. In, and now here's why. Okay, I'm going to drag you kicking
1: and screaming. If I'm I have putting to.
0: you on air, and I'm saying I'm asking you to come back in 60 days because I want to hold you accountable. Can we do this? Can you Can you come back in 60 days? Come on the show and report back.
6: Yeah, I would be honored.
0: Done deal. Okay. Done deal. Boom. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And do you have Maps Anabolic? That's the one I want you to follow.
6: I have anabolic performance and aesthetic.
0: Okay, good. Follow
1: Maps Anabolic while doing this, and then Doug's going to put you in the forum too, so mm. we can we can okay. keep an eye on you and make sure you check in with us. Okay. Yep. And we'll see you in sixty days. Okay.
6: Oh, I'm going to hold you to it. And I've been a fan of yours, even though y'all hated on Tony Horton.
1: I think you made fun of him one Maybe, time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Here's couple a couple yeah. <laughs> Thank you so Dina.
6: much for having me. Thank all you
1: so much. Right.
6: Bye. Bye.
0: Uh yeah, she knew the answer to all that man. If she does, listen. If she's listening, you do what we say. It's yeah. gonna blow your mind. Yeah. And the further you get out of it, I know because I get into shit myself. I get in these these cycles of dysfunctional bullshit. Then when I come out of it, I look back and like, oh my god, what was happening? You
1: I know? mean, if she just trusts us and she get allows herself to go to 19% body fat, I guarantee the way she feels, how strong she is, and the amount of compliments she gets yeah. should be Through enough. The roof. I think yeah.
2: it's in there. I think she knows, like intuitively, that's the direction she totally is. she wants. To, she just
3: wants to. Get that reinforced. You 100%. know, from somebody else. Our next caller is Veronica from California. Veronica, what's happening? How can we help you?
5: Hello. I'm super, super excited to be here. This is this feels so surreal. <laughs> um, and before I get into my question, I have to give a shout-out to my friend Grayson, who introduced me to you guys because he had heard me talk about nutrition and give some presentations. And we spent a lot of time together traveling in Bulgaria this summer talking about nutrition fitness and he was like Veronica you listen to Mind Pump right cuz like everything you say sounds so similar to what they do and i was like no i don't like i mean i've heard them i've heard Sal talk on like uh, Max Sicurier's podcast but i don't listen and so i said send me an episode that you think i'd like and i'll take a listen and he sent me the one um why women should bulk and I've been hooked since then. So I spend a lot of my day with you guys. So I'm really excited to Thank be you. here. Thank you. Very Thanks cool. Thanks to my awesome. friend, Grayson. Thank yeah.
1: you. Good friend there. Yeah.
5: <laughs> All right. So I will jump straight into my question and I'll um, read through my email because I was reviewing it and it seems pretty succ- succinct and I can go on a lot of tangents. So I'll just stick to my email. Um mm-hmm. So here's my question. Genetically, I am very muscular. My body, my mom's and my grandpa's are all super similar and we have very large calves and quads. Um, And unfortunately, I've had so many people in my life comment on my body, especially on my legs, like um, from a really, really early age that it flung me into years of body dysmorphia. Strangers would literally stop me in the streets to comment on my body. And people always, always asked me if I was a gymnast. And to me, it just screamed that my body is so different and noteworthy for people to comment on it all the time. Um, And so I stopped trusting my judgment because I didn't know if it was body dysmorphia or if it was really that different that people just had to stop and say something. And it really didn't serve me well. Um, And people, for some reason, especially like to comment on my legs, which was really extremely inappropriate and it made me terrified to train heavy. So I never skipped training leg day, but um, I always trained really lightly and never less than 15 reps because I had always gotten the message that like in order to avoid bulking, just train light and train for a lot of reps. So it was always like 25. And throughout the year, sometimes I'd try and figure out like, okay, well, how can I make my legs smaller? And so I'd read all these like female blogs about Pilates and none of it made sense. And I never actually tried to incorporate it because it was just kind of the very like fluffy female oriented workout advice. And I loved going to the gym since I was young. And so I was never going to stop. So none of it applied to me. Um, So since then, I mean, I've continued, I've been going to the gym since I was about 13, I'm 27 now. Um, and lately I've really enjoyed lifting heavy just to see like how strong I am and really start developing my strength. And so I started enjoying like that five to six rep range and I'd start, but then I'd get really scared to bulk up. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just feel so like disproportionate in my body that I'm not entirely sure how to train. And I have come like really, really far with my body dysmorphia. Um, and I know I can't completely change my stature. And I'm in a really good place with um, training and eating for my health and longevity. Thanks to people like, um, Dr. Lion who really preach like the benefits of health and fitness, especially in muscle growth for more than just like physique and weight loss, but really longevity. Um, so I feel really comfortable in my skin. I just don't want to further develop my lower body. And I want to say that because of this because of what i've experienced it's kind of it's helped me um build out other parts of my life so it caused me to focus on just how to have an interesting life and how to develop different skills and how to get curious about things because I just figured like, okay, well, I'm never going to have the ideal body type that we see in media. So like, why don't we focus on other things in your life? And so there have been a lot of like pluses and minuses with this, but I've definitely come a long way. So I'm open to any advice and any direction that you have for me.
0: Yeah, I think you're doing the right thing. I think you're working on the right things to help yourself with this. You sent a picture of yourself, uh, Veronica, and I don't know Mm -hmm. if this makes a difference, but you're very proportional. So you don't look disproportional. Um, uh, I think you'd be totally fine training the whole body the way you've been training. But if Mm -hmm. you feel like you want to target one area over another, it really is as simple as trading volume in your sessions, doing less volume for the lower body, more volume for the upper body, less volume for body parts that you feel already are really, really overdeveloped or developed and more volume on body parts that, uh, you know, you want to continue to further work on. Um, you know, one of the best gauges that I like to use for people like you, where the body does, cause body smorphy is tricky. You, you can hear people tell you things all day long And Mm -hmm. it doesn't really sink in. In fact, you said something earlier, people were complimenting you on your bodies as you were growing up and they, or they, at least they thought they were complimenting you. They probably say, wow, are you a gymnast? Do you work out? But that actually caused the reverse, right? It actually made you hyper-focus on your body. So Mm -hmm. one, the, the, the best, I don't know, trick or hack that I would use for clients like you is I'd get them to focus on their performance. So Mm -hmm. I would look at strength. So I'd say, okay, is my deadlift well? Is the ratio of my deadlift to squat seem good? Am I pressing really well? Can I do a pull-up? Can I do a, you know this many push-ups? And then use strength as a gauge of where you should place your focus. That's what I would, that's what I would employ, you know, really employ you to do is look at your strength and your performance and try to hyper-focus on that because the more you focus on the way you look, the more difficult it's going to be for you to really see a clear picture just based off of what you've, you know, what you've kind of told us. Um,
1: Go ahead. Yeah, no, I think, I think you look phenomenal right now, but I would still ask you because I'm in the business of helping someone sculpt their physique. And so is it your, your all your lower body that you feel that is already too big, or is it just your quads and less maybe the glutes or the hamstrings? Or how do you feel? Because there's certain things that we can do to modify the training Let's say, for example, where you're like, Adam, I'm just I feel really quad dominant, uh, but I don't mind if my butt got a little bit bigger. So I'm okay with that. So and my hamstrings. So do you have do you feel that way about them or is it just in general? You just don't like them.
5: Um, I I have no issues with the glutes. I'll admit that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like my quads, I definitely feel like they're they are they, that's what stands out to me most. Like when I sure. see something I definitely focus on kind of like that bulge of the, um, of the quads, when you're looking at me from the side, mm-hmm. like they just seem so apparent to me. Mm-hmm. And then from the front, when you look at my calves, they seem really large for me. So those are kind of like the two places that I generally focus on. And then I'm like, ah, okay, those are my least favorite areas, but that's okay whatever we're focusing on different things and so um if i were to hyperfixate those would be the two things that i kind of um look at
1: okay so based on one just hearing you say hyperfixate though i'd want us to get away from like cuz that's that's dipping back into our dysmorphia mm-hmm. type of like so don't hyper focus on anything like that but we can change and modify the programming to where I would l- eliminate like the, s- the squatting in there and we would do things like mm-hmm. hip thrust instead. So there's things, mm-hmm. that, and then obviously I wouldn't have it, you doing any calf raises in MAPS anabolic, I would get rid of those, right? So I would simply just uh, avoid the movements where you already feel like you're very calf dominant or quad dominant mm-hmm. and keep the ones in there like your yeah. you know Romanian deadlifts, like your Ver- hip thrust.
0: Veronica, your leg day can literally be uh, glute, hamstring abductors and then finish with like one quad exercise like squats where you're Mm -hmm. just keeping the mobility and the strength you could totally do it that way and organizing your workout that way will help you you know you know train your body and develop it in the way that you're looking Mm
1: -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that everything else i think where your attitude is 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 totally okay And and I think personally, we all think that you look great and very balanced, but I also understand that, Hey, listen, that's the cool part about, uh, weight training is you can sculpt the physique and you can do little things like that.
2: Have you actually gone through a phase where it was more like a powerlifting type of, uh, program?
1: Yeah.
5: No, I I haven't. Um, I haven't done that. Um, another, like tricky part of my training routine is that I actually travel full time. Um, I travel all over the world and so sometimes I'm in areas where Mm -hmm. I do have access to a gym and sometimes I don't. And so for the last two months I've actually been, um, I have your maps anywhere program because sometimes I just have access to a rooftop and I train on rooftops. rooftop. So last two months I've had no equipment and right now I'm actually in Morocco um, surfing in a small town called Tamaracht and I actually do have um, access to like a super old school janky gym. And so sometimes I train in a gym. Sometimes I train body weight. Um, but short answer is no, I've never done any kind of like power lifting.
0: Okay. I like, do you have MAP suspension? That's a good program for you while you travel. Yeah.
5: Um, I, yes, I actually do. I oh, actually good.
0: do. Well, there you go. Do you, you know, one day you're going to like the fact that you build muscle easily. I'm going to tell you, you're yeah. young. Yeah. And so right now you have a problem with it. As you get older, you're going to watch your friends get older and you're going to be yeah. really happy. You're going to have
2: fun with it and realize that, that yeah. being strong is is the myth. And, and, the,
0: and having muscle so protective, it's going to keep your hormones healthy. You're going to always look, younger than your friends because that's what muscle does. So, and you will one day you'll, you'll, you'll end up enjoying it. But I think really just modifying your workout and the way we said Mm -hmm. is going to help. Yeah. It's going to give you kind of what you're looking for. By the way, are you Bulgarian? Is that why you were there for so long or, or is that because you're traveling? No, no, no,
5: no. I was actually there for a conference every summer. There's like a big, um, Meetup and festival for people who are digital nomads and travel full time. So I was actually um, there giving a presentation on health and fitness. I got to speak at it, and then I stayed because I really wanted to hike in the Pyrenees mountains because it's absolutely gorgeous over there.
0: You got you got a cool life. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, good stuff.
5: What I was going to say is that I I did really resonate with what you were saying about focusing on like the strength of my body because traveling full-time has helped me realize like how strong I really am because I've gotten to use my body for really cool things all over the world. Like I summited and a 16,000 foot mountain in Bolivia. I've gone mountain biking in Bolivia. I've hiked all over the world. I'm surfing in Morocco. And the more of these experiences that I collect, I'm like, wow, I get to do really cool things that a lot of people don't have the strength for. And so this has given me a lot of just like reflection and really changed my perception because I'm so grateful to be able to do all these really cool things with my body.
0: Veronica, do this. Focus on performance. That's going to take you away from the stuff that is harmful. So focus on how well you could do the hiking and the running and the surfing and the swimming and all those things. Focus on that and then do not study your body in the mirror and do not study pictures of yourself. I mean, you you, you said something earlier that, I, and that's what you're doing. is You're like, well, I don't like my quads when I look from the side. Like when you look at your quads from the side, either you're studying yourself in the mirror or you're looking at a picture of yourself and you're focusing and literally finding all the whatever you would consider imperfections. Don't do that because that is going to drive you deeper into these dysfunctional kind of feelings and behaviors. Don't study yourself. Focus on performance. By the way, the side mm-hmm. effect of which is going to be your look so healthy and good. So that's going to be the most helpful thing that I can tell you.
5: All right. Sounds good. That's simple enough, and I can definitely do those things.
0: Thank you, Veronica. All right, Veronica. Awesome. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Bye-bye. What a cool uh, life. Yeah. <laughs>
5: That's I want to go surfing
0: cool. in
1: Morocco. I know, I know. My how, brother lived like that. How,
0: yeah, how funny is that though? She felt she was disproportionate, She's not. No. it just, just just yeah. goes to show you, man. A lot of you, it's
1: in your mind. Totally, man. All of it. Well, especially you know when it when it gets uh seated as a kid. Oh, totally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh my it, God. I, that was I bet the 90 99%. Yeah, I say yeah. but 99% they of they were it saying was, a good thing. was compliments, but at that at a young age, you don't know, all you and she said it just right, right? She receives that as, I'm different. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying Something when you're young, be, you don't want to be different. Yeah. You want to fit in. You want to be this, mm-hmm. and so then, how you could take someone who's got a great physique. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of women that would be envious to have that lower body. Totally, you know, what I'm saying and that are probably like angry right now, listening to <laughs> yeah, this, like,
2: how how dare yeah, she, she say she that? looks great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So, but I mean, that just shows you that how that can happen from from childhood. And I, you know, I, your advice is right. I mean, I wanted to be able to give the advice of that's what's cool about weight training is you can also sculpt. Yeah. But even when I asked she the way she described. Her so imperfe- goes right into that. like Imperfection. Hyperfocus. I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Well, this is-
0: It'll just drive her into that. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know. So maybe we don't go this direction. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you should just focus on the strength thing and not worry about sculpting.
0: Look, if you're a trainer or coach and you love the podcast, go to mindpumptrainer.com. Check this out. I'm going to do a three-part training series for trainers and coaches starting January 15th. Sign up before we run out of spots. Also, if you like this podcast and you want some free stuff, go to mindpumpfree.com and
3: find some free guides for your fitness and health goal. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic.